She's like trying to have a serious like <laughs> point of view, and we're both like. <laughs> <laughs> we're both like. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Go go. Hello and welcome back to Back on Track. I'm Catherine and I'm Emmy, and this is the podcast where we dive into our feelings about songs and kind of try to figure out why we feel the way that we do. Yeah. And uh, this week, we have my friend and peer, Saloni. <laughs> Hi. So excited to be here in this amazing studio. Yes. My studio. Do you mm, want to tell us beautiful. a little bit about yourself? Yeah, tell us about yourself. Sure. I, um, I'm a cancer. <laughs> oh, my God. Me, too. Um, I... Uh, do improv with Catherine. I also do a little bit of stand-up comedy. A little bit. A little bit. You're kind of famous. Oh, you know. Um, <laughs> she does stand up at the Laugh Factory. I will. I have because fun fact: in March they do a woman's mic. So if you identify as a woman, everybody gets to go up. That's kind of good to know. Maybe I'll try it. This year was the first year they did it, so um, it was pretty cool. Damn. And yeah, that's that's about me. Cool. Amazing. Yes, we do improv together. That is about everyone we've brought on this podcast. <laughs> we either used to do comedy with them or we do now. Yeah. Yeah. We got to branch out. So if you're listening to this, help. <laughs> how how can people gonna... submit to be on the show? Do they have to like DM the Instagram? Like, Yeah, they can DM the Instagram. <laughs> Or yeah. text us privately. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so far, we've known the people well enough that they could just text us. But yeah. yeah. But, like, if you feel like you don't know us well enough, send us a DM. <laughs> yeah, no, that's valid. Cool. What were we talking about before? Saloni. Guests. Oh, yes. Stand up. Yes. Amazing. Well, sorry, I'm eating an apple cider donut. It's <laughs> it's fall time. <laughs> Happy fall. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Well, amazing. A Cancerian woman. Um, I'm all done with my donut now. Um, so what song did you bring us? So I brought you Nah, Nah, Honey, I'm Good. But I think it's actually it's maybe just, called Honey, I'm Good. It's, <laughs> it's just Honey, I'm Good because I looked up Nah, Nah. Yes. By Andy Grammer. Correct. Amazing. Well, our first little segment. I don't know if you've listened to the pod. Have you listened to the pod? I have. I listened to your first episode. Amazing. Um, wait. Did I? <laughs> I really it's literally okay. okay. We can just all pretend that you listen. I really <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll have to you go look back. Like and a huge back on track head. Reconfirm, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So our first bit, we're just gonna share some theories, some stories for why we think. I did listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Sick. this bit now. <laughs> for why we think you can't listen to it, and then uh, you'll tell us the real reason, and then we'll just talk about it. So cool. Emmy, you want to kick things off? Sure. Um, so just to clarify, Catherine told me some very basic things about you before this episode. Like so basic. Like you're uh, literally so basic. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yuck. No, not at all. Um, but if you're like, how did she know that? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm not a stalker. <laughs> okay. So my theory is that the reason you hate this song started back in college oh shit okay so we're in the fall 
you get invited by a friend who's in a sorority to be her date to a barn dance mm-hmm. very very midwest u of i <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's why i was like yeah i know that i know where you went to school uh she so she really wanted to ask a guy who was in a frat that she really liked but someone in her house had already asked him mm. so you were like kind of the backup but that's you were, you were okay sisterly. with it i know damn but you were okay with it because like you're you're a good friend i always like, support women mm-hmm, exactly um but you didn't really care about anyone at this event you weren't particularly into anyone in her house or any of anybody attending <laughs> this i'm not projecting my feelings <laughs> onto you at all has this happened to you <laughs> maybe <laughs> at least one uh-huh. uh, <laughs> uh so you went to the pregame with her first and she pointed out the guy that she liked across the room mm. and he was with his date they were playing beer pong with some other couple and she started going on about this conversation she had with him that made her start to really like him but you were really focused on the beer pong game because he was incredibly bad at it and so mm. was his date and so you were just kind of like focused like laughing silently to yourself mm-hmm. and uh they were like oh I, I wrote a note that they were so bad that they were barely getting anywhere near the table let alone the cups <laughs> <laughs> major burn <laughs> um but then because you were staring he noticed you and then kind of smirked and then you awkwardly just looked away really fast so (laughs) the bus comes and you and your friend get on the bus and uh she starts telling you about some other guy that's in the frat that she thinks you might get along with really well and you're kind of just being friendly and nodding along and then once you get to the barn the guy that your friend likes is standing with the guy she wants you to meet so it's Mm. perfect Mm -hmm. and she makes you go up to them and you introduce yourself and you say hi and the guy who she likes is looking at you like you have some sort of shared secret and you're kind of weirded out but think he might just be one of those like overly flirtatious guys who kind of acts like they have chemistry with everyone they meet yeah (laughs) you're like really like going along with this but it also looks so uncomfortable (laughs) okay anyway anyway (laughs) so the guy she wanted you to meet is like he seems genuinely nice but he's incredibly boring and you you just is he cute yeah he's fine all right. Just like medium. Yeah. Mm. Like if he had a really good personality, maybe yeah. maybe he would. Or a good haircut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a lit. Um, so you tell your friend. <laughs> good haircut. <laughs> okay. Well, sometimes they don't look bad. Not a full on one. Okay. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. There's some mm-hmm. that are like kind of like. I get like TikToks. Yeah, I mean, he's biting her lip. You <laughs> I know, get TikToks of, like, haircuts, and I've started getting hot men with mullet, yeah, kind of, like, TikTok. shaggy hair. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if if the difference between the front and the back isn't, like, super different. Like, a long. Yeah, like, a long mullets are just horrible. It gives Billy Ray. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not into those ones. Okay, so he's medium. He's medium. 
and you tell your friend you're gonna go pee and she asks if you want her to come but it's it's literally a porta potty so you're like no no you're not gonna gossip in the bathroom it's you know whatever so (laughs) so when you come out you're washing your hands in the little weird pump thingy and you turn around to go back to the barn when the guy comes out of nowhere the guy she likes (gasps) out of nowhere yeah and you're like scary yeah and you're like Oh, is, is it dark? Yeah, it's oh, nighttime. Oh, God. And you're like, oh, hey, Matt, right? <gasps> Sorry, I forgot about that. Trigger! And he, I'm thinking just <laughs> standard male name. And he's like, you're so lonely, right? And you're like, yeah, kind of trying to move towards the barn. But he keeps kind of like casually blocking your path. And you're very uncomfortable. And suddenly you hear uh, the other porta potty open behind you. And it's his date. And she's like, Matt, have you seen my jewel? <laughs> and walks up to you. So you you take the opening and you you book it to the bar and get it get out of that weirdness. This is how you can date this because she has a jewel. Well and she's we probably under twenty one. People had jewels. Oh, I, I had one, yeah. yeah. Did you really? Yeah, briefly. <laughs> um <laughs> so where was I? Oh, you find your Joel. friend. You find your friend with some other girls and do like a little dancing, a little lip syncing, you know, as one does at a barn dance. And you're having a pretty good time. And she says, now I need to pee. And so you turn to the girls that you were just with to like, you know, talk to them while she leaves. And suddenly they're all off with their dates because some slow song is playing. Mm. So you're on your own. Rough like whatever walk over to the wall pull out your phone and suddenly you hear someone we all do that okay (laughs) (laughs) suddenly you hear someone crying and you look over and see matt's date with her makeup running down her face and all her friends trying to calm her down and get her to drink some water and then she runs out of the barn and then they all follow and you're like what what happened but you don't care that much. So you look down at your phone again and suddenly a shadow looms over you. Oh no. It's and Matt. you look up and you see Matt smirking again. And he goes, I guess Katie couldn't handle shotgunning that last beer with the guys. I don't know why he sounds like that. Katie? Matt and Katie? Yeah. Too too close to home, I mean. This isn't about you. It's alone. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and you're like, oh, is she okay? And he just completely ignores the question and starts asking you about where you live on campus and how you know your friend that you're there with. And you how just. How does she know her friend that she's there with? High school? Not important. Mm. <laughs> Let's say they're in a class together. Fair enough. Uh, and you try to give him like as minimal answers as possible, like one word, not really making eye contact, that kind of thing. And then he's like, you look really good in your flannel. Oh no. I bet, <laughs> I bet she did. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you're like, uh, thanks. And then finally your friend comes back and he like quickly heads off to talk to the guys. And she asks you, like, oh, what were you talking about? And you're like, oh, he wanted to know how we know each other, which isn't really a lie, but, you know, you kind of left some stuff out Mm. to save her feelings. (laughs) 
And uh, she unfortunately sees this as a sign that he's interested in her and gets really excited. And you don't want to like hurt her feelings, so you just let her have that. And then suddenly, Honey, I'm Good by Andy Grammer comes on. And she's like, oh my God, I love this song. I'm going to ask Matt if he wants to dance. To Honey, I'm Good? It's not like a romantic (laughs) song, so I think it will be fine. It's pretty upbeat. Yeah, yeah. it is. And then nah, she, nah, nah. Yeah, I'm good. I can have another one. I probably should. And so she skips off, and you kind of watch worriedly, and he makes a big nah motion to her, and kind of elbows oh. her in the side, all like buddy, buddy, like no, but it's cool. And she walks back to you, like looking sad and says, Matt said he can't dance with me because he's here with Katie and doesn't want to make her feel bad because he thinks she likes him. And I guess that's pretty nice of him. But like, damn, she's not even in here anymore. And you start to get mad because he was literally just hitting on you. So obviously he doesn't care about Katie or her feelings. And so you're pissed. And you're like, you get this idea. Wow, this is crazy. <laughs> you, I'm here. You you tell your friend that you're going to quickly call your roommate and like make up a lie like, oh, I forgot my keys. Want to make sure she doesn't like lock me out. Yeah. And so you go outside and there's this water cooler that they're required to have so that people don't get too drunk and like die. Mm. So you, you go and you get a cup of water and suddenly you hear Matt and his friends kind of coming up behind you. And before he can start a conversation with you you turn around and pretend to trip and you spill your water all over the front of his pants and then you're like (laughs) my bad and immediately walk away and you can hear his friends cackling behind you Mm -hmm. and uh so yeah now you hate that song because it makes you think of how men are gross wow i'm i'm i won't lie to you because i went to u of i i was viscerally like there you know i was like literally picturing like the last barn dance i went to and the setting and everything you were saying it was all coming back to me so you know i appreciate that you could describe a scene so (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow thank you also i just feel like there is that like country kind of vibe going on in the song so i could i could very Mm -hmm. much see it is that is that what got you to barn Mm -hmm, dance mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah nice cool but yeah before before you tell us if if i'm right or wrong <laughs> we gotta hear Catherine's. yes we gotta wow you oh. always really like really write a story and not always <laughs> but when i do i get really into it yeah mine oh my god my voice is always fucking cracking um okay so yeah so <clears throat> you went to u of i <laughs> i shocker <gasps> And one of your first weeks of college, you weren't having a great time. You missed your friends. Your roommate was a weirdo. And the popular girls from your high school lived down the hall from you, making you feel like you were back at Stevenson all over again. Oh, no. <laughs> but you Not the high school shout out. Shout out. <laughs> but you had made a few friends from your intro comms class, um, Jennifer and Ted. Jennifer and Ted. Okay. You heard. Okay, I did hear. (laughs) You were really responsible in high school, so you never drank, except for one time when your friends tricked you into sipping a spiked drink at a dance. (gasps) But alas, Jennifer and Ted wanted to go out to that bar at Illinois that lets anyone in, 
I heard it's cams. <laughs> I was like, yes. literally all of them. <laughs> literally, literally all of them. Because cams. they heard your TA your, for the class you have together talking about it during office hours. You had a major crush on this TA. Oh my God. His name was Jack. Another, another classic name. Um, <laughs> and he was super smart. He was 22. He was an older man who's politically active. You get the gist. Um, <laughs> you get the gist. I was like, say gist again. Gist? <laughs> so you got all ready for the bar, but you were really scared you wouldn't get in, but you had a foolproof plan to sneak into the bathroom window. Flash forward, you get in. Easy as that. Somehow the window was open and you climbed in on Ted's shoulders and hopped right in. <laughs> you walked out of the bathroom after maybe like checking your makeup or not. And you ran directly into Jack like immediately. And you both fell over like when you walked out of the door. But the physical contact made your heart swell. Even though you may have both been concussed. You got up and he invited you over to the booth with his friends and you thought you're really hitting it off you were playfully touching laughing a lot and your friends would like look over from the other side of the bar and like nod and like just share a knowing glance they're like oh, so happy for you <laughs> except then this girl walks up to your table oh, no. and kisses jack <gasps> it's his girlfriend you stay for a few more minutes and then kind of just make an excuse to leave kind of similar to emmy's story in which you're making an excuse to leave with your roommate there must be some truth excuses, to that excuses excuses um, <laughs> you said you didn't feel well or something which is true you had a broken heart <laughs> and you had to hold back tears on the way out but the song that was playing was honey i'm good and the lyric that was playing was Hold up now, you look good, I will not lie. But if you ask where I'm staying tonight, I gotta be like, oh baby, no baby, you got me all wrong, baby. My baby is already got all my love. Um, and so you hate this song because it spoke way too much to you because Jack was Andy Grammer. Period. Period. Listen. <laughs> I'm blown away, <laughs> truly, by what you both have to say. And Our stories <laughs> are always so like different. Mine are always like short and like just so <laughs> stupid, and yours are like very fleshed out. Okay, I feel like this time though our stories were like pretty similar. They, well, they were college. That and was I, the time period. I'm actually a little bit triggered. <laughs> Did you used to date someone named Jack? No, um, but I did have an experience with a Matt at oh, a bar but it, w it was like so far from from both of these wait when do i reveal you can no. uh, yeah, you can reveal now. now yeah tell uh, us yeah, well you're yeah. both wrong but it was oh, one like fully theory. wrong or like, just partly wrong no no so sorry incorrect <laughs> the reason is i actually didn't have a time where that i can recall where this song was playing viscerally when something bad was going on mm. it was just like I think at some point when I was intentionally listening to this song, I was like, I don't like it. Like, it, it literally <laughs> is like about him being like, if I drink more alcohol, I'm probably going to cheat on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and he's singing it in this like positive way. Like, mm -hmm. so it was honestly a dislike that just came from listening to the lyrics and being like, I don't really support the message mm -hmm. yeah just like you wouldn't support it if matt 
if Matt stepped out on Katie while she was... <laughs> yeah. I'm trying so hard to... <laughs> Just like you wouldn't support it if Jack and his unnamed well, girlfriend... Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, so my this experience that I'm referencing happened at Red Lion. Okay. And it, it's like... It's another bar. It's mm-hmm. literally like the smallest thing ever. But there was, there was a Matt who, again smallest thing ever there was nothing was he real here no he wasn't it was like you know like when you just like you're like i have nothing going on so i might as well just like pick someone to like have a crush on mm-hmm. yeah so that was him for me and at this bar he just happened to be there mm-hmm. um it wasn't like a plan because like, we weren't friends mm-hmm. and then i started talking to him and i was like oh. how do you know him um oh god i can't give too many details because i was like at least his oh, name okay. is like so not specific mm-hmm. so that <laughs> Nobody would actually know which Matt I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> we were talking at this bar and I was like, oh my God, look, I just ran into him. And then you know what he was like? He was like, oh, like, where are your friends? And I was like, oh my God, Aww. he hates me and he doesn't want to talk to me. That's so horrible. I was triggered. Were you there alone? No, I was there with my friends. But um. I feel like I <laughs> but was But he like, was like, so like, where are your friends? Yeah, like, like, it was where's like, Katie? Like, he didn't, he didn't, <laughs> like, it wasn't like, it was more of like, like, I feel like I like just ran into him. So I was like, oh my God, it's an opportunity. I can talk to him. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, and I was like, okay, I'll go to them. <laughs> because I came here with them. Yeah. So <laughs> it's okay. Damn. We move on. That's so annoying. We live, laugh, love. Yeah. So you really just didn't like the lyrics. Yeah. When were you listening to it? Were you in college or like it came out in... um. 2015 so i think that was your senior year of high school yeah yeah um i i like remember being in the car with my like probably my oldest friend like Mm -hmm. my friend that i've known forever and like it like came (laughs) on (laughs) she's so old um it's her mom (laughs) and i was like i don't like this song and we kind of got into a little discourse about it because she was like well i feel like he's it's good like he's admitting oh you were saying that no no no. we were in discourse oh she was saying i was like i don't like this song because i feel like he's basically being like i could have another drink but if i have another drink i'll probably get a little crazy and she was like so that's good (laughs) like he's like admitting like he's like taking responsibility but i was like i don't know i feel like Okay, well, actually, this is kind of interesting because I don't know. I feel like, wouldn't you hope that if you were with someone, no amount of alcohol would like make them kiss someone else? But at the same time, is that too much to ask? Because I don't know. Well, what's interesting, (laughs) you probably saw this too on Genius, was that... I actually didn't look through the Genius lyrics this time. Oh my God. Okay. Well, look at me. Off the books. (laughs) Um, What's interesting is I agree with you, except... This case does make a little more sense because he's kind of a celebrity. So you can imagine that people are literally like kind of throwing themselves at him. Like anytime he has a show, they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So it's not just like him seeking out cheating, but it's like him Mm -hmm. actually actively having to not. (laughs) Having to like leave situations knowing that because he's a public figure, like things can get intensified more quicker, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Or just like that there are going to be a lot of girls who are trying to fuck do stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, I can respect that perspective. You have a lot of, I don't know, that's so interesting that you were a senior in high school and you were like having discourse with your friend about the lyrics of the song. I probably was just like, nah, nah. But yeah, I'm good. I'm like, I didn't even know what, like I knew when you told us what the song was, um, like I knew the song, but I had no idea what 
the lyrics were about or like anything. So that's morally right of you. <laughs> I was struggling to find words <laughs> right there. One thing that I think is really funny that Genius did, it's not even like they didn't talk to Andy about this part. They just like made. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they speculate on Genius. <laughs> it's so funny because there's a part where he talks about long long legs are damn near everywhere sing it wait i think was that the lyric that you were listening to when you were running from jack it sounds like you're trying to (laughs) and a long night these long long legs damn near everywhere see you know you know except saloni is pretty short how tall are you (laughs) i'm 4'11 and a half but usually five feet and above when i wear shoes nice Aww. that's like my stepmom she met my dad on match.com Aww. and she's actually four ten and a half but she put five feet like she was doing like the catfishing thing that men do wow. did they um get match.com to like i don't know give them something for the wedding oh <laughs> i thought you were asking why they got match.com no no i just feel like if people have a success story using an external service they should milk it yeah yeah um my dad is very anti that i'm sure nora would but i don't know so anyway back to the legs (laughs) okay (laughs) disregarding the love of my father (laughs) (laughs) so i I just think it's funny okay this this speculation yeah is that while long legs are a conventional facet of attractiveness Research suggests <laughs> that intelligence is valued most in picking a partner for life. Already married, grammar doesn't need the attributes that spur one night stands. That was- yeah, that's so <laughs> weird. That's not how humans work. It's like, oh, I have a smart wife. I'm not interested in this woman at all. I'm not interested in these legs. Not <laughs> interested. I'm not even looking at her legs. She's legless to me. I just I love that they're like he said legs because legs are a conventional facet. Of so <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to saying these smart like brains like were they trying to say that because it was a physical feature it was like not really a viable partnership? I just think it was funny that they felt the need to point out anything I agree. about the legs I and agree. also in this part of the song he never says anything about his wife's intelligence. They just threw that in. <laughs> Yeah, this sounds like his wife wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's genius. She does. He doesn't need one night stands because I'm intelligent. Mm-hmm. And who's to say it would be a one night stand? Maybe it would be longer. True. <laughs> I mean, someone can have long legs and then also be smart. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Who the fuck wrote this? A man. Yeah. There's Jack? also. Ooh. There's also what? I was just gonna say. There's also speculation because there's a line where he says drinking from that unholy grail uh Mm -hmm. which i believe isn't that a different song what isn't that like a jay-z or justin timberlake yeah kanye west no they're like holy grail or whatever yeah yeah holy grail (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah jay-z and justin timberlake right oh my mind (laughs) um but he's implying that like cheating is a holy grail or an unholy grail what the fuck is a grail okay well let me tell you because genius 
goes into the difference between the holy grail and the holy chalice in the side oh is the chalice like what you drink from like the wine at church so the chalice is the cup that jesus used at the last supper to serve wine uh but the holy grail is more like king arthur plot i don't know that you don't know king arthur like the knights of the round table I, those words, that reminds wasn't there like a disney movie yes yes that like was about like all of that mm-hmm. it, it was, was with like that woman. guy that was in sunny with a chance with the blonde Sterling hair yeah oh my god he was he was my favorite i loved him for a too. while <laughs> wait but you know the other movie he was in <laughs> hatching pete no no it was the one where he was the mascot chicken no. and he fell in love with oh. the girl from so random okay no 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 wait no that's it's, not him it's it's sterling knight he's in the one where he's like this big oh, famous st- pop star oh starstruck yes, yes. I was like, you're right Dude, i was thinking about that, you were thinking about the miley cyrus's brother uh, didn't no they? i was thinking about the guy who is the brother in uh good luck charlie oh, oh yeah 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 they made the love oh, interest. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. They made the love interest in Starstruck so insufferable. She yes. was like, "I don't like you." Yeah, constantly. She's like, "I don't like anything. Oh. I hate my family. And I, I hate my sister. I hate music. <laughs> I hate you." And then she fell in love with him. Um, let me know. I did love yeah. that movie though. I was, it was like, so "It could good. happen to me." Yeah. <laughs> I just, Aww. I just think about him like playing his guitar in the backyard, and she's like staring at him through the window. You know what I'm talking about? I think I've watched this movie too much. Wait, so there's a movie called Star where Struck. Sterling Knight? No, no, no. Sorry, that's King Arthur. Yeah, it came out. We were in like middle school. Maybe you were in high school. Wait, but the protagonist, <laughs> the protagonist was a woman. <laughs> what i don't know i think maybe we're talking about different movies no now. i don't think so there's no, no but there chance was, there was like a woman who was like computers in this like just look up medieval king shit camelot disney movies the protagonist was a woman interesting sorry i'm well you're very doing that slowly. i'll talk about the holy grail was um, a quest for camelot from 1998 no <laughs> yeah, absolutely not right. it's with pierce brosnan it's supposed to mean like internal youth like it's supposed to be like the fountain of youth but but it's like a a cup and people go on like these lifelong journeys to find this holy grail so in what context does he does is the lyric in (laughs) well he says that men before him have failed and that they have drinking drinking from the unholy grail so men before him have cheated so do you think he cheated? <laughs> like, why would he write this whole song? I don't know. Should we get into the into the nitty gritty of everything? Sure. Do you want to? Did you find anything? No, I, I, I'm on fandom.com. I'm actually on disneychannel.fandom.com. And it doesn't list it. Like, he was in Hannah Montana. Wait, he was in Grey's it. Anatomy. He was in Sunny with a Chance. Um, 17 again. He was the son are you sure it was him? Then he was starstruck, and then he was in So Random. Do you guys remember that? Yes, I yeah. love So Random. He was Demi Lovato's love interest. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that show. It was sketch comedy. Oh, it was. Yeah. So Random. It's a party. Get down. Camelot. Disney movie. 
Are you just thinking Sterling Night? Sterling Night? No, because no, no, I no. said Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> no, maybe it wasn't Disney Channel. Mm. Well, I just looked at oh, everything he's done. I think it was ABC Family. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds familiar. Wait, Avalon High. It was Greg Sulkin. Oh, I was so horny when for him. When Allie transfers to Avalon High, she soon realizes that her new classmates are reincarnations of King Arthur and his court. <laughs> Can you imagine if you transfer to high school and then your classmates are reincarnations King of King Arthur? Uh, I loved Greg. Wait, so is this the movie you were thinking about? <laughs> yeah. So he's not in it. Girl. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, are oh, you sure? Yeah. Britt Robertson's in it. She was in a so much stuff. Who? Brett Robertson. She's in a movie or TV show called Girl Boss. Oh, yeah. I watched that. It, oh, it, it was about, that's why um, I recognize her. About... Nasty Gal. Yeah, Nasty Gal, the founder. Um, oh, is it good? I liked it. Yeah, I don't think I ever finished it. But she was in that movie with... um, Oh, my God. The guy from... I Team love Wolf. that this podcast is just us trying to remember things <laughs> that actors have been in. Well, I would be curious if anybody got to Avalon High before we did based on how we described it you know what i mean yeah that's, mm-hmm. that's right in. someone someone's <laughs> listening like yeah for sure okay so to get back to honey i'm good yeah uh i mean like we said it was released november 2014 uh peaked at number nine on the billboard hot 100 and has over 385 million streams on Spotify. That's a lot. Um, which isn't even his most streamed one. The most streamed one is from... Um, is it the <laughs> Gotta Keep Your Head Up? No. Oh, I like that one. Gotta let your hair down. Eh. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Only it's actually Don't after. Give Up On Me. And it's from the movie I Five... Won't Give Up On Us. No, that's not oh, that's no, it's else. not that one. That's, it's something else. That is Jason you, Mraz, I think. Oh. Right? Jason Mraz comes back around in my notes. Um, <laughs> but, so his most streamed song is Don't Give Up On Me from that movie with Cole Sprouse and Haley Richardson. Where they were where sick? They, or, they both no. had cystic fibrosis and uh-huh. they had to be like six feet apart. Yeah. But for some reason, it's called Five Feet Apart. Um, uh, I remember Justin Baldoni, I think, produced that movie. Oh. Was it good? Yeah. So, okay. So that leads me into... Um, the music video for the song. Have you seen it? No. Have you? Did you watch it, Emmy? Mm-hmm. Wait, can you sing it? I don't know how the song goes. Oh, no. The music video for Honey, I'm Good. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's so it's just a bunch of clips, like a montage of 100 couples singing to this song, all holding signs of how long they've been together. And it ranges from like months or like a year to like 70 years. Oh, yeah. And I have seen this. Uh, J- Jason Baldoni, Justin Baldoni, Justin Baldoni, and his it. wife Emily. Uh huh. They're Emily. in it. They just celebrated ten years. I just looked them up on a uh, Instagram. Dude, I went to like this girl conference. It was called "I Am That Girl." It was all about like empowering women. Uh-huh. And Justin and Emily were like guest speakers, and I was like really close to them. Ah, oh. they t- they took a selfie for their Instagram. I'm in the background. Oh my you know, god, that's flex. That's a sleigh. It was a sleigh. Um, and yeah, Andy and his wife are also in it. And it's just like very wholesome. But all the comments are like, this could have been made during the pandemic. And like it foreshadowed that because it all just looks like Zoom videos. Because <laughs> they're all just like spliced together, these couples in their homes. That's so funny. But it's really cute. Like it seems cheesy at first when it's like all these people like these like young couples who have been together like, I don't know, two years. But then like the old elderly people 
who've been together like 70 years. They're so freaking cute. Um, so it was a really wholesome music video for this song, and it kind of made me feel like, oh, like if all these people like it. Well, I guess there's two ways to look at this song. Like the discourse I got in with my friend, I feel like you can look at it optimistically. Your mom. <laughs> like you're like you're like, oh, it's like a song about staying faithful, mm-hmm. whereas I see it as a song about evading cheating. So I feel like I'm looking at it. What's the difference? <laughs> It's really well, like, it's, a, like, it's like just describing something in a more like optimistic way versus a more like I was going to say it's it's the glass half full half empty thing. And it's like the last drink that he could have had. Like, is it could have pushed him that over? He didn't do the drink. Then that makes him good. Or is it that the fact that just one drink would make him bad? Like, I mean, OK, I think Ooh. the part that gets to me is mm, I could not think girl. Okay. <laughs> it, it, gets to me because he's like i could have another but i probably shouldn't yeah like not like a straight no okay so i when i was first looking at the lyrics yeah 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 i thought when he said probably have another i thought he meant like have another lover but he Uh, meant drinks yeah i could could probably have another i mean yeah and that sounded a lot worse that's true instead of na na should he have said no thank you no thank you Maybe I'm also like also he's calling the person honey. Yes. Like na na honey. He calls her baby. What should he say instead? No, thank you. I don't think he should should be calling her any type of pet name. Like, Like, no, I'm good. Excuse me, miss. I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, like, (laughs) excuse me, miss. Excuse me. No, no. I I don't need another. Like, he's, you know what I mean? He's laughing, goofy. Ew. Okay, go on. She's like trying to have a serious like uh, point of view, and we're both like. <laughs> we're both like. <laughs> okay, go, go, go. Um, now I'm thinking about "Say My Name" by Destiny Child. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, "Say My Name," "Say My Name." When no one is around. So I feel like the fact that he's calling her "Honey" you. and "Baby," like that's what you call someone when you're cheating. Oh, because oh, you don't want to, you don't want to accidentally mess up the names. You actually, yeah, you don't want to say the wrong name. Yeah, honey. So you just give people pet names. Honey is what my mom and dad used to call each other. Emphasis on used to. <laughs> Maybe it's because they're both cheating. <laughs> yeah, pet names are weird. Do are you guys into pet names? I feel like in past relationships, it's been a thing. But in my current relationship, like, we do not use them. And the idea of using one, like, kind of makes me cringe. So you just use your names? Or do you have, like, nicknames? No, we just use our names. I mean, your name is already a nickname. Yeah, I guess his is too. I was doing research for this, and the name Rain Wilson came about. Yes. He's, like, he's something. I'll talk about it later. But, yeah, the Rain Wilson thing was on wikipedia and i thought they were talking about rebel wilson oh no <laughs> but do you know why they wait rain <laughs> wait rain is dwight yes and rebel is pitch perfect yes <laughs> fat amy. Okay. Um, <laughs> remember when they called her fat amy yeah, yeah i don't it was a different time i just remember the the cup song banger yeah that was a banger shall we perform it now <laughs> yeah yeah i think we should oh wait yeah yeah, yeah. rain wilson is in one of his music videos. Oh, what I was gonna say is they're both they both practice the Baha'i faith. Oh yeah, they're both Baha'i. Oh, so is Justin Baldoni. 
Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So do you guys, is, do, whoa, are, do, these all connect? Do you feel like y'all are more Baha'i connected because of your upbringing? I honestly did? feel because like we know more about it than the average person. I think yeah. the average America. person wouldn't know about it, but because mm-hmm. you grew up exactly where the Baha'i Temple is, there's only seven in the world. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's like so beautiful and it's like so gorgeous. I mean, like, like it's so obvious that like you end up like looking it up or like talking about it a lot. And what's so crazy is that each one of those seven temples look completely different from each mm-hmm. other. I saw another one when I was like doing research for this. Um, I forget where it is. I think it's somewhere in the Middle East. Um, no. But so Rain was in his his first music video was for Keep Your Head Up. Um, that was his his first like hit song. I like um, that one. What? I like that one. Yeah, yeah. He has a Me lot too. of good songs. Um, first one to pop off was in 2010. And then the album came out in 2011 um but let's talk a little bit about andy okay he was born in 1930 <laughs> <laughs> guys every episode i mix up numbers and i read them, that he would, be, that's wrong. he would be like 90 something <laughs> if he was born in 19 19- and he is He's just like the golden bachelor. He's 39 he was born oh. in 1983 in la uh. andrew charles grammar and then he grew up in New York. Um, but something interesting I found out is that he's a Nepo baby. His oh. dad is a recording artist. Uh, his name is Robert Crane Grammer, but he goes by Red Grammer. Oh. Um, and his genres, he mostly does like children's songs. Hmm. Um, they're super, super wholesome. And they were really famous like back in the day. Um, and there were initially uh, songs that he wrote for his sons. So for Andy, which is really cute. And then, yeah, Andy started writing songs at 15, moved back to L.A., uh, and became a busker in Santa Monica at, like, the Third Street Promenade. I don't know if you guys have been there in L.A., but it's, not. like, the, like a major, like, shopping street. Is that near the... No, never mind. Wait, is Santa Monica, like, by the Ferris wheel? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he was busking there. Um, and then, yeah, he... Um, has been married since 2012 to I am unsure how to correctly pronounce her name. Ahia, Ajia, um, who's also a singer songwriter. She's also vaguely a nepo baby. Um, like her parents were like involved with. Wait, so then music when did stuff. when did this song come out? Oh, 2015. Okay, so Honey, they've I'm good. been married 20, a couple years. Yeah, they met in college, I think. Whoa. I think. I know his parents met in college. Um, <laughs> How do you know that? Important. Did that Guys, come up on yes. this? I was on his dad's Wikipedia page. Ami? Hi. What's going on? What do you have to share? I have some other stuff. Um, oh, <laughs> fun fact. I've actually seen him perform before. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where? At Ravinia. Oh, classic. And what is funny is so we've talked about this before because i saw jason mraz at ravinia mm-hmm. a couple yeah. weeks before we had a guest on who his song was by jason mraz and i'm realizing that this show that i saw andy Grammer mm-hmm. perform at he was actually opening for train who is the band that our first episode song was uh-huh. oh yeah play all that related. song I remember. so i've literally yeah. <laughs> seen yeah. all of these bands almost that's it's so hilarious. silly um but you haven't seen neo 
No, it was mm-hmm. uh, Mario. Haven't Mario. seen Mario, Mario, and I haven't seen Hobo Johnson. Yeah, yet. Um, but yeah, speaking of Jason Mraz, uh, Andy Grimmer credits his music influences to three genres of music. Guitar players like Jason Mraz, John Mayer, and Jack Johnson, which checks. Yeah. Modern pianist like Coldplay, The Fray, and One Republic. I also don't know if I would call I've seen them Republic too penis. at Ravinia. Wow. Yeah, they're, they give that vibe. Like parents want to go sit on a blanket and watch them. <laughs> um, and hip hop vocalists like Common, Lauren Hill, Jay Z, and Kanye West, which I don't see no, at all. I see I that a lot less. Yeah, I really don't see that. Uh, but another thing he has in common with Jason Mraz is he was on Dancing with the Stars in 2015. No way. Mm-hmm. Was he really? Oh. Yeah. He was, How did he do? He was on Dancing with the Stars before or after the song was released? um 2015 so a little bit after maybe like same year um yeah you know what else has to do with dancing with the stars is that one of the band singers that performs live every week is the lead singer from one republic (laughs) oh so the band for dancing Dancing with with the stars yeah they all connect yeah they're all in the same like universe like dancing with the stars ravinia Something about it. Yeah, they all hang. The Baha'i. Baha'i thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Honestly, it's all making sense. So I want to do a reading of um, Andy Grammer's bio that he okay. posted on Spotify. Sure. <clears throat> this will give us some insight into who he is. Okay. <clears throat> my name is Andy. I try to write songs that remind us about things we may have forgotten. Through these songs, I want to remind myself and you to listen to that sometimes quiet inner voice that can be drowned out by negative thoughts. At their best, I like to think of songs as invisible spiritual chiropractors. Whoa. They bring us back to our center. They give us little reminders when we least expect it. A lot of my philosophy and inspiration comes from my mom. Mom is capitalized. She taught me that music is the ladder to our souls. She died when I was 25. Her death broke me into a million pieces. I learned a lot by putting myself back together. After her death, I spent most of my time street performing, often with no one listening. No one wants happy songs from someone who hasn't been truly sad. I've been sad. This past year without any shows has been especially hard for me. I assume he wrote this in like 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like many others, it forced me to reevaluate where I get myself self-worth from. These new songs provide a front row seat into my attempt to vulnerably examine and explain my ongoing journey to love myself. I hope these songs help us climb higher together. Aside from that being so cheesy, like the chiropractor thing, I feel like it gives more of like a perspective of like, I feel like everyone's, if I'm trying to convince you to like like the song, um, everyone, like their music is supposed isn't supposed to necessarily be like a good moral you know it's Mm. more just like about their life and what they're thinking and like you know what i'm saying it's more just like uh i don't know have you did you guys have operation snowball at your high school no what's that it was like a it was like a (laughs) weekend camp and like there was always like a song that was a theme and we did have an Andy Grammer song that was the theme and it was like your sh- the shirt was like only rainbows after rain like the sun will always come again so I feel like I can definitely support 
him and his music because I feel like it is uplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also, he says his ultimate goal is to try to be real. It just so happens that I'm usually more happy than sad when I'm writing. And in general, I think that life is pretty great and it's cool to be here. So that comes through my music. I don't have a dismal outlook, but I don't aim to make positive music. It's just what I am. Damn. You have thoughts? Uh, one thing that just kind of occurred to me is that when you I look think... like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> one thing that's just occurred to me no, uh, is that when I think of this song in my head and I'm kind of humming it, suddenly I start singing Cotton Eyed Joe. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. <laughs> and then I hear the. Hey, is hey, Cotton Eye hey, Joe hey, about hey, avoiding hey, cheating? Hey, hey, hey. No, I feel like it is about cheating because he takes his 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 lady. Cotton Eye Joe? Joe. Yeah, where did you come oh, from? Where, where did, did you go? go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Da-da. It's if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I've been married a long time ago. Where, where did, did you come, come from? from? Where did you See? go? What is Cotton Eye Joe? What is Cotton? Is it a person? But do you know what I mean, though? That like the vibes of the song oh, kind 100%. of are the same. I also I feel like he's kind of active on TikTok. I feel like oh I've God, seen. Really? Him. Are we talking about Andy or Cotton? Andy, <laughs> Andy, Andy. Like I feel like I've seen him. Maybe I'm messing this up, but I feel like I've seen him like duet people or like uh-huh. Charlotte. Yeah. So I I do think he is a man of the people. He is a man of. <laughs> you know I think it's very interesting how he pointed out saying like people don't want to hear happy music from people who haven't gone through mm-hmm. something hmm. but it's like who hasn't gone through something i mean yeah, just existing some, oh i i was listening to this podcast where these women um sh- like talk about people's memoirs mm-hmm. and they were like rating someone's memoir um oh i know that uh what's it called um and they were like she hasn't gone through anything i know that pod yeah. Was it talking about Amy Poehler's book? Yes. Was it actually? Yeah. I literally didn't finish it because of that exact reason. I was like, this is so boring. You have had a really good life and really? have been cool forever. Yeah. Wait, describe it. <laughs> Wait, like, that's so crazy that that's the, that is it. Yeah, so I was hilarious. remembering she was blonde. She was in Parks and Rec. Everything's that's connected. That's so funny that I was right. <laughs> that's such a bummer because I really like her. I know. No, no, but it's, it's not, it's like we're not blaming her. It's yeah. like, it's just the way she, I, I think in the, um, in the memoir she admits that right like she says that she's had like she just hasn't really mm-hmm. had much struggle like that's not we can't no. i'm not like mad i mean like, i didn't i didn't finish the book because i like got maybe a third in and was like this is not a story that is like like captivating in any way yeah. mm-hmm. um and i had recently read uh tina Fey's, and like yeah. i mean you know you don't know how much of someone's memoir is like very accurate but it seemed like she was kind of a dweeb and so like seeing someone who was a dweeb and like a theater kid kind of come up Mm -hmm. that's like a lot more interesting to me than just like yeah it was kind of cool i wasn't the hottest one in my friend group but i was in the cool friend group like that's yeah yeah. and again i feel like well so i feel like that I don't even know how I ended up listening to this podcast, but maybe the point of the podcast is like maybe not every celebrity needs to write a memoir. <laughs> it's celebrity <laughs> memoir book club, isn't it? Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, how did I even end up listening to them? I don't know. I've heard about them a lot on um other pods. But that's so that's really interesting that you had the same opinion as these um people. But yeah, so maybe that's like again, like I don't think someone who's successful needs to have necessarily gone through anything but maybe then 
when you write a book it's not super interesting yeah, maybe but, but, don't because, write a memoir i mean i think i think we all like a good come up story and in mm-hmm. a good come up story there mm-hmm. are time you know that that's like a good notion though like in life whenever you're struggling realizing that if you are successful at least you would have a good memoir yeah because yeah. If, if it's all like <laughs> crystal clear then like nobody's ever going to want to listen i think it's also just surprising because for anyone that does like comedy or like is a singer and all like an artist in some way i think more often than not you don't have like a perfect life like you have like some stuff that's happened yeah it just tends to be more that way yeah so i think that's why i was surprised but what i would say to that though also is i agree but then also i think where it can also become kind of toxic is like I think once you're in this field too, there's also kind of this romanticization of like the struggling artist where it's like, we don't even need to be struggling now. But like, um, the, the author who wrote eat, pray, love Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Gilbert in her book, big magic, she really hones in on it where she talks about how like, she's really anti that. Like Mm -hmm. it's like, you can be a successful artist without feeling like you have to be like on drugs or just basically like romanticizing this, like, culture which i think happens in comic yeah. like comedy oh, yeah. and improv where, where, where it almost feels like you have to be people are like healthy yeah. yeah or like unhinged in a way where mm-hmm. like i think it's it's just like romanticized no, I, I agree yeah i think it's a it's both sides of like on one side it's like okay people are more open about it like mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to yeah but on the other side it's like yeah you don't want to romanticize it but Liz Gilbert is has had like a rough ass life. Like she, um, I used to listen very religiously to Glennon Doyle's podcast. I no longer do, um, but she's friends with Liz Gilbert. Oh wow! And they were like, um, so later in life, she fell in love with her best friend, um, who was a woman, and who was like really like addicted to drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. and she ended up dying oh, and stuff so i feel like that probably put a different perspective on her life on like suffering and all of that it's yeah she's a really interesting woman i think anyone who's an artist in the creative field should read big magic it's really good and she's really real and like i said she like really tries to hone in on, like sh- like she's like I think also a big part of it is like I think if you're an artist and like that's not your full-time job like feeling mm-hmm. inadequate but she's she's like I was always working other things while I was a writer like it's not sustainable to just be like a starving artist and I think she just really gives a practical guide and also talks about how like Eat Pray Love was not her first book like she was a writer long before that mm-hmm. she did, was she did not write Eat Pray Love thinking it was going to be this like national sensation but now mm-hmm. I can go up to anyone and be like oh do you know who Elizabeth Gilbert is and they'd be like mm-hmm. no and I'd be like have you heard of Eat Pray Love and they'd be yeah. like yeah like yeah. it's, it's kind of like the impact she's had yeah. on society is so big but that's why it's even more inspiring because like her journey as an artist required a lot of discipline mm-hmm. and she did a lot more before that like ended up being the thing that popped off and that was just like her life like she was just Mm -hmm. like this is what happened to me you know what i mean yeah but it was a crazy story yeah but yeah she didn't end up with that guy she ended up with a woman well (laughs) i guess you can end up with multiple people true yeah at different stages yeah oh damn well andy andy seems pretty wholesome as much as the song um is not is questionable yeah he doesn't cheat also can we talk about how his last name is ironic it's grammar but it's, but it's spelled, spelled wrong, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
grammar and spelling are different okay i suck at spelling but i'm pretty good at grammar i think it's so funny that your job is copywriting and you always say how bad you are spelling do you have do you use the grammarly extension uh i use grammarly just just straight up one i feel like it doesn't catch everything it doesn't but Mm. i mean i'm not i know actually a lot of copywriters who are bad at spelling like That's so I've interesting. In my is it just because it's so life. easy to like autocorrect? Yeah, I, I think that it's like the the thing in your brain that makes you good at writing or like good at coming up with quick whatever isn't necessarily Core. in everybody. And some people who are really good at spelling mm-hmm. don't have that. And so it's and, like, and I think that like because you're just typing, yeah. like it's you don't you don't really because yeah. it'll, it'll just underline red or yeah. it'll just like be like a right click change but like if i were to be like write out copy for this then oh, you would actually have to like think a little bit more <laughs> then yeah. it would be a problem yeah huh. have we changed your mind at all how are you feeling what are you thinking i i'm feeling you know i could probably listen to it really with with the perspective of half glass full maybe mm. mm-hmm. it's all about how you think about it yeah it's all on you yeah i mean it's a very upbeat song (laughs) like i like just like any other song that's upbeat like you can really just sing along to the lyrics without really thinking robin thick i (laughs) (laughs) you know you want it i know (laughs) (laughs) um so you know i think his spotify bio I like that it's like so personable and wholesome. I think that was really. It's so long. I feel like some people are just like, I'm a blank blank artist from this from town and this Hoboken. album's coming out yeah. soon. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be curious yeah. to like now read other people's Spotify bios and see like what other yeah. people are up to. Yeah. I tend to read them. I don't know. I'm nosy. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything you want to plug? Any shows, any uh, anything you're doing? I can, I can plug. As well as your Instagram? Conflict of interest. Oh, in, yeah, baby. Improv on Instagram. Make sure you add the improv. Conflict of interest is something Please. else. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram is Saloni. How do you spell that? S-U-H-H-H-L-O-N-I. Sweet. Thank you so much for yes. having me. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Oh well, you can always follow us at Back on Track underscore Pod. I was gonna say you're gonna do it this time. Yeah, proud of you. I did it last time as well. I'm proud of you. Um, toodles. Bye. Thanks for listening. This is Back on Track.